Spring turkey season is upon us, and don't be caught out in the woods without having Onyx Hunt on your phone. One feature Onyx has that is often overlooked for turkey hunting is their recent imagery filter with their elite memberships. This imagery is updated week to week, and it comes in extremely handy, especially when you're trying to find these gobble zones where these turkeys will go out in a high spot on a fresh clear cut and strut around all day long. Actually, I was just looking at on Onyx where, where the timber company just came into Andrew's club and did a very small clear cut along this creek, and I can see the high spots on the topographical map, but also I can see exactly where they mulch, and those are going to be hot spots for finding gobblers, especially mid-morning after they get off their hens, getting up on these little high spots in this fresh, small clear cut along the creek and strutting and gobbling all day long. If you want to give Onyx a try, you can actually download it for free, try it for seven days, and if you decide to purchase, you can use the promo code SOUTHERN and save on your premium and elite memberships. So go into this turkey season, know where you stand with Onyx. Well, guys, we have some exciting news for you from Vortex about their brand new eyewear, their Banshee and Jackal sunglasses. Me and Andrew have had these for a few weeks now, right before the release, and we've been extremely impressed. They're awesome glasses, guys. And listen, if you're needing some new sunglasses, not only do they have the VIP warranty, but they're tough as crap, guys. Uh, Scratch-resistant eyewear, uh, it's extremely important. And also, they have safety features as well. So when you're out shooting at the range, again, these are rated glasses, so you are going to be more than protected when you're at the range. But they also look fantastic when you're out around town. So right now, Vortex has some special pricing on their website, which is vortexoptics.com for the new eyewear. But also, if you use the code SOUTHERN20, you get to save even more on this special pricing for right now at vortexoptics.com. Again, check out the new eyewear from vortexoptics.com and use the promo code SOUTHERN20 to save on their brand new eyewear. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Southern Outdoorsman Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Maxwell. Jacob normally handles the strut report, but he was busy with work, so I took it over this week. Uh, we got a pretty good one in store for you, so we're covering... Let's see, where did I put my thing? Let's see, we're covering Alabama, Georgia, Illinois, Mississippi, Arkansas, and Missouri. So, we got a couple great guys coming on today. We really appreciate all our reporters who have been coming on all season. You guys rock. And we've gotten lots of good feedback on this, but y'all keep it coming, man. Keep the feedback coming, because the more feedback we get, the better we can make ourselves for you guys. So... With that being said, um, 
Most of you probably know about our big giveaway that we're doing on our Facebook page right now. So we're doing a giveaway with Indian Creek Choke Tubes and Apex Ammunition. Both of those companies were nice enough to give us a, a basically a certificate that's good for anything that they sell. So if you win, you get any Indian Creek Choke Tube you want, and you get any Apex load that you want. So that is the ultimate turkey killing setup. That competition ends this Saturday, so make sure y'all get on it. To win it, all you got to do is go to the Facebook page, find that post, uh, like it, tag two buddies, and make sure you like our page, The Southern Outdoorsman, on Facebook. And that's all you got to do to enter to win, and then we will announce the winner on this Monday's episode. So that's coming up quick. You guys make sure to tune in for that. Uh, thanks to all of you who have already participated. That post really blew up and kind of took off, and we're uh, we're humbled by everybody who's uh, participated in it, and we're just we're glad to see it take off like it has. So there's roughly about a thousand people in it. So one of you one of you thousand people is going to be the lucky winner. So I kind of wish I could throw into the pot because it's a pretty sweet package, but I still got to buy all my stuff. <laughs> but all right, guys. Whether you're just wrapping up your turkey season or if you're just getting started, I wish everybody a great spring in the woods. However many other days you're going to be hunting, I'll probably got I probably have one more day of hunting in here in Alabama before I'm done, and then I might go call for a friend in Georgia. But other than that, I'm finished. So to all my Alabama people, I know that we're sad, but we'll uh, we'll have to make it to next season somehow. For the rest of you guys, good luck for the rest of the season, and hopefully this strut report helps you out. So, without me babbling on any longer, here is the first date. Alright, for the first report of today, we got Dylan Davis for the state of Mississippi. Dylan, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We're we're getting ready to wind down here in Alabama, and I, I suspect y'all are getting pretty close to the end as well, right? Yeah, we got about a week left, a little less than a week. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be like a lost puppy dog when it's over. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, over these uh the closing days of the season, I guess, what have you been seeing from gobblers? Have you uh seen a lot of hend up activity or they gobbling or they, they breed it out or what? Well, where I'm at in central part of Mississippi is uh I saw lots of hens the the uh past few weeks, but these past few days I've I've not been seeing very many hens and uh the gobblers have slowed down goblin. And uh, I think it's kind of winding down where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, so just overall everything's just kind of slowing down. You're having a lot of slow mornings in the woods. Yeah, I think the hens are all nested up. and I'm still hearing some goblin, but it ain't, it's not like it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I've been hearing a lot for here in Alabama as well. I've got a lot of friends around the state hunting different places, and pretty much everyone's saying the same thing, which is what you just said. Right. Um. Are there any particular food sources that you would maybe key key in on right now? Uh, I've noticed a lot of activity on my clover plots that I planted for deer and stuff. Clover in them, I still have cam- I leave my cameras out year round, and I'm still seeing strutting activity and uh, lots of gobblers. But you know, just the hens have kind of thinned out, and I'm assuming they're nesting. And uh, yeah, my my advice would be to stay on food plots. If you have clover, that's where I'm seeing most of my activity yeah we just did an episode with scott ellis and at the end of that episode 
I asked him what would his strategy be for an old bird who's been shot at. How do you kill that bird late in the season? And he said, get on a food source, pattern him, and hunt him like a deer if you have to, which is that sounds like what you're saying, man. So uh, with that last tip being said, let's move on to the next state. And for the next state, we got Clay Newcomb from Arkansas. Clay, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm wore out from turkey hunting. I've been, I just got home, been out most of the day. <laughs> yeah. Hey, would you have any luck? How'd it go? No. I, I, I killed a turkey the last time I went to the spot, uh, Friday, which was four days ago, I guess. And, uh, felt like I could go back in and do a repeat. And, uh, I rode my mule in about an hour to get where I wanted to go. And then, and then I, I covered a ton of ground and never heard a gobble, never heard a single gobble today. I did see one gobbler, just, just bumped him. I mean, he wasn't coming to my call. It was just while I was on the mule and moving. And uh, and he, I told, if he had been gobbling, I would have heard him. I mean, because we were in that country for a long time before I bumped him. Yeah. You know, and it was early. And uh, so, so... It, as far as goblin activity here, it's it's pretty slim. I mean, yeah. I, I talked to a buddy who said he heard a bird gobble just a few times on the roost, and when he hit the ground, it was done. I mean, that's like classic late April for most of Arkansas right now. Yeah. So, so are you you thinking that they're kind of bred out at this point? The hens are on the nest, and the gobblers are starting to lose interest. You know. I, I have not personally seen a nest. I I would imagine that they're. I mean, I would imagine that they're they're breeding right now. I mean, I think they're just probably hinned up pretty good. I don't know. This is the craziest spring, and I guess it's been this way all across the country. But it's been a crazy spring. I mean, usually right now we'd be one hundred percent leafed out. And where I was hunting today, I mean, the leaves were as big as squirrel's ears. I mean, it was, you know, the spring is totally delayed. Three or four weeks, it's been cold. I mean, this morning it was 42 degrees where I was, was at daylight. And uh, so I just don't, I don't really understand what's happened this spring. It just never really came on strong. But the odd bird did right. I mean, I heard guys that, you know, just had goblin birds that killed them just like everything was perfect and if you talk to those guys they'd be like man this is as good a spring as we've ever had but in general people have had an extremely tough spring in northwest arkansas and in western arkansas and andrew that's where that's where i'm at i should have said that before but oh i forgot to ask i'm in the highlands of arkansas and uh ozarks and washtaw mountains that's that's where i'm hunting and uh it's just big 100 percent forested a lot of public land, national forest, oak hickory climax forests. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at, at one time, these mountains held a lot of turkeys and probably was as good as just about anywhere in the country for mountain hunting anymore. Our, our turkey hunting is super crummy. Uh, I mean, for the last 15 years, yeah. it's been bad. It That's really a shame, has. man. That's a shame. Uh, uh well, yeah, I guess you kind of answered that uh, the weather question. The 
unusually cold spring has kind of thrown things off. Uh, have you noticed any particular food sources that might be hot right now, or are they just kind of all over the place? You know, in the in the terrain that I'm hunting, it's it's I I couldn't key on and tell you where they're at. I mean, it's not like we have wheat fields or you know we we just have big timber and uh and the and the, i don't have a good example my the crawl that my i opened up the crawl on the bird that i killed friday and he had uh he had an old rotten he i killed him early in the morning so he hadn't eaten much but he had an old rotten acorn in his crawl and uh a little bit of uh this native grass that grows up in the mountains in some places. Um, and, but I, you know, I don't have much insight into food source right now. Yeah. I think they're just, they're still pecking at acorns from last fall and, uh, and picking these, just anything green they can get a hold of, you know? Yeah. I hear you, man. That's a good report, dude. And with that being said, we'll go ahead and move on to the next state. All right, for our next state, we're going to go north a little bit, and we're going to talk to talk to Chandler Holvey from Illinois. Chandler, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, y'all are just getting started up there, really. Uh, how long have y'all been open? Uh, we've been open from around, I think this year it started about April 9th. I think that was the first day for the first season to start here. Our youth season started in uh, end of March, and then... Uh, we had two youth weekends we have in Illinois, and then in our first season started April ninth. Yeah, how long do y'all go? Um, so Illinois is kind of weird on how theirs runs. Uh, we go by week, we go by uh, season. So you get uh, first through fifth season. Usually they last from between either five to seven days. So we'll run from uh, this year. We run I think from April 9th to May. I want to say May fourth, May fifth, somewhere there. Cool. Yeah, man, I hear you. So y'all got a little bit of elbow room left. We're we're gonna end on uh, Monday, I think. I think next Monday is our last day here in Alabama, which breaks my heart a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. I'll have to find a way to get through it. But uh, well, what part of the state are you uh, reporting on? So um, I'm hunting out of West Central Illinois, which would be about I'm about thirty thirty five to forty minutes east of St. Louis on the Illinois side. Um. Pretty much, we got a big river, Kaskaskia River, that runs down through there, and that's pretty much what I hunt right off. I got you. Yeah. So, what what kind of activity you've been seeing out of your birds lately? Are you seeing a lot of gobbling, uh, a lot of strutting? Are they hinned up? Are they bred out? What's going on with your birds? So, my birds, uh, the last couple of weeks have been real tough. Um, just just until recently, we got a break in the weather. Um, I've noticed that. You know, the first part of the season, they really weren't gobbling. It was cold. I mean, we had some days it would be, you know, 50, 60, and the next days it would be high of, you know, 20. So they weren't really gobbling. Um, in the last week or so, I've noticed they've been splitting off the hens earlier and earlier. Um, I took a took an older gentleman, a good buddy of mine, out. He's never shot a turkey. And we hunted a couple days. And uh, Friday, they started splitting up probably about 9 o'clock. And the hens, they were gobbling pretty good. Um, never could get the deal done. Got the heads kind of got us a couple times. Um, and then Sunday we went out and uh, the birds were gobbling just a little bit on the roost, but it was a nice morning. Um, and pretty much they flew down. I had one goblin behind us and they shut up. And about seven o'clock or so, I looked behind me and had a head come out. 
and we had a long beard follower out and my buddy ended up shooting him at 20 yards but he never made a peep the whole way and he just come walking straight in the decoys and acted like nothing was going on you know he just never made a peep out of them yeah so they're uh they're goblin but they're just not they're not like how they usually are this time of year usually this time of year it's 70 75 degrees you know and they're they're hammered at anything you give them but now they're just they're acting a little odd right now because weather. But I, you give it another week. It's supposed to be 70s next week. They should be really starting to hammer really well. Yeah, I was just about to ask how the weather's been affecting them. So I know most of the country's kind of having a cold spring. Uh, sounds like it's the same with y'all. So you think this cold weather has them shut down a little bit? Yeah, I I think it does have them shut down. Uh, I, I've noticed that when we get this cold weather, they like to bunch up a lot and not really get out on their own, especially where I hunt at. And uh, I noticed the cold weather. I've been finding them uh, more, more bunched up in fields, and they're out there uh, pretty much all day if they can stay out there. Um, but when it starts warming up, they start going into the, you know, they'll start eating the green grasses in the woods. I mean, we're starting to get more real mushrooms pulling up, so they'll start feeding on them. And uh, chickweed's a big thing down here they like eating on. So they'll start moving into the warm weather uh, food real, real soon once it all starts coming up. Yeah, I hear you. Is there any particular food source that you'd kind of be on the lookout for right now? Um, personally, like I said, I if you if you can get on a field um, that's got some chickweed in it, the bird we killed had a bunch of chickweed in it. And I really don't know uh, why they like it so much. It's just a natural uh, grass that comes up. That or clover. Clover is a real big thing right now. I've noticed that they have been. Uh, there's been some tall. We got some tall grass where we hunt at, and. Uh, there's been a lot of birds coming in and out of that, and I walked over there, and it sounds like uh, like popping noise, and I was like trying to look for that. Well, they're in there eating them grasshoppers, so I mean, if you can find uh, where they've been eating, you know, maybe some tall grass, some you see turkey tracks, they might be going in there and get eating bugs, or like I said, they're either eating clover or chickweed around here, so that's kind of the key things I look for in turkeys. I hear you, man. Uh, is there any particular tip you might have for people hunting in your neck of the woods right now? Uh, just give it some time. Like, like I said last week, you know, even if you go out the first day of your season, you know, it's going to be rough. It's, it might be hard. Um, the birds might not cooperate. I've noticed over time, you know, just stick it out. Uh, if you're going to if you're gonna hunt somewhere and you know the birds are there, don't get anxious, you know, and you hear something way on the inside of the property. If you know them birds, if you've had trail cameras, you've been scouting, or if you just had people telling you, you know, the birds have been in a certain spot, just give it some time. So they'll come out. It's just, you just got to give them a certain time, and they'll show up at some point in the day. Sweet, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, brother. All right. No problem. Anytime. All right. For the next state, we're going to cover my home state of Alabama with a guy who's been on the podcast more than once, Mr. Cy Colley. How you doing, Cy? Doing good, brother. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so what you been seeing in your neck of the woods? Have you been hearing goblin? Uh strutting hend up what's going on um some places are quiet some are goblins some are just shot goblin and um which we meet a buddy of mine killed one thursday and he had a he had a hen with him and he got really good and um then uh saturday me and my wife went and got on a bird and before we could get to him or before we get him to come to us a hen with him and uh I think Wednesday morning, last Wednesday, we had a bird. He was all by himself, and he just kind of skirted the field and didn't see didn't see anything, and he didn't like what he saw and left. But just some, it's 
some places are still gobbling, some they're not. But it's starting to sure slow down from what it was. Yeah, that morning last week, me and you hunted not far from each other, and the the area I was in was pretty hot. There was a, a few different birds that were gobbling good. But since then, it's been pretty slow. I haven't really heard too much, and I know you haven't heard much either. We were just talking before we got on here, where uh, you went to an area where you should have heard some birds, and there just wasn't anything going on. Yep, and it's it's discouraging, especially when you got you know three birds left you can kill, and you can't even can't even get on one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so do you think it's the weather? Do you think the weather's been affecting them lately? I know that we had some really cold stuff come through not long ago. Yeah, it's just this whole season, man, the weather's been so out of whack that, you know, they haven't been, they haven't been like they have normally in the past. And I'm not, I'm not sure if they kind of got a jump on things and they shut down now. I want to say that's what it is. It's whether it's sure, sure way they're acting. So, yeah. Well, is there any particular food source that you might key in on? I know that you keep cameras out. Uh, are they like hitting clover, or, or what are you seeing? They're hitting a little bit of clover, but, you know, the, most of your food plots are up, you know, to your knees or thighs, and that produces a lot of grasshoppers and other other bugs. Um, so that's a huge, probably huge main food source for them right now. Uh, we're still seeing scratching and all the woods, so they're still going in there getting getting your worms and probably your older acres that are swept up under things and all. So. Yeah. Uh, any particular tip that you have for anybody that might be hunting in our neck of the woods right now? Any advice you could give them? Um, I, the the main thing is is just check you know check check the bird's temperature. You don't want to go in there and put it on them hard. You know, because some of them are, like I said, the bird I got on the other day, he, I gobbled, he got, I hooted, he gobbled the whole time I was going to him, and I kept checking him, and then I sat down and started calling to him, and it just shut him down completely, but each, each bird's different, just depending on how hot he is, um, you know, like I said, the bird the other day that we killed, man, he was hot, he was with, he was already with a hen, but he was just hammering every little thing we gave him, so. Yeah, it's kind of turkey I like, man. <laughs> oh yeah, he was a, he was a good old two year old. His little confident boosters, what I like to call them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for doing this report. Um, I guess we'll hop on to the next state now. All right, and for our next state, we've got Jordan Barnes of Close Proximity TV. He's going to be reporting for Georgia. Uh, Jordan, how you doing, man? Man, doing great. Uh, doing some trip detail planning. Uh, right now, I'm just trying to do added added research, added homework. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, you got a pretty big schedule ahead of you. You're about to head to California, I think you said? Yeah, I'm going to try to maybe do Kentucky here pretty soon in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and then I've got a big trip planned in May. I'm going to be going to starting out in Oregon, then going to Montana. Then coming back to Idaho, then the state of Washington, and then finished out in Northern California, and then fly back uh, from Portland. So yeah, pretty big, a lot of states. Uh, kind of intimidating. We'll see how we'll see how it goes. 
Yeah, man, I hear you. Um, so, uh, you you've been hunting in which part of Georgia uh, have you been hunting? And I know Jacob's been with you a little bit. We'll uh, we'll fill the audience in on that come Monday. But what part of Georgia are you in? Southeast really is where predominantly I do a good bit of my hunting in Middle Georgia as well. On up, kind of in that Piedmont region, stretching all the way up to First Side. You know, um, haven't hunted as much up there this year. Uh, most of my hunting this year has been has been in that southeast middle middle Georgia to southeast Georgia portion. Gotcha. So, what kind of gobbler activity you've been seeing? Are they gobbling good still, or are they kind of shutting Man, down? Yeah, you know, this morning I went to a spot. Uh, before I tagged out, I I had a bird. I I had a premature deployment on my my bow. I hit hit in my draw arm. I went back to draw, and I hit uh hit the little sucker tree that was coming off the tree I was on, and it, my finger was near the release, and it you know the release, and it went off. But anyhow, that was before I tagged out, which was oh I guess now it's going up on a week and a half ago. Well, after I missed that turkey, I went to a spot that I was at this morning off the roost, and uh you know i missed that turkey early in the afternoon so i went over there and heard eight different birds um that evening and that's where we started this morning took a girl um young girl trying to kill her her first turkey and uh went there off the roost felt confident that i would hear several different birds uh we had that that pressure system move through with the storms in georgia big hailstorm. And it was clear at daylight. I mean, I, I felt like they would be rocking, rocking the treetops, but you know they weren't. I didn't hear a single bird, so we elected to ride to another place. And we ended up seeing a bird in a field uh, that the girl's father has. Um, and we kind of did a pullover, walked out there, and set up in the field that he has. And I um, had been sitting there probably two minutes. Uh, I called Bird Gobbled, came back out in the field, and uh, he, he worked okay. I mean, he had a hen with him, though. Uh, it was one hen and three jakes and that gobbler, and ended up moving around on him and getting him in range, but she, she missed him. It happened. You know, it's one of the things where you try to move on a turkey, probably not the best, you know, set up for, you know, a young kid. You need the gun up and everything in place and comfortable, and it just wasn't just didn't work but yeah that that bird gobbled some um i feel like it's got to be on the brink though of, of busting loose you know that late season stride when those hens are sitting on that nest and, and leaving those gobblers and you know gobbler had hit had a hen for a few days and he's, he's hot and works to the call real well um i feel like that's coming pretty soon gotta be uh for georgia because you know we've hunted a good little bit here uh, lately, I took Jacob, you know, on that public land, and we heard five and called up uh, the same gobbler twice, and he worked really well, exceptionally well to call. So, I mean, I think they're, it's starting to get hot in Georgia. I think we're coming into the best, you know, part of the season for sure. Awesome, dude. I hear that. Uh, so how do you think the weather is affecting them right now? Or the, is it is it cold where you're at, or are they kind of being quiet because it's cold, or, or are they hot, or what's going on? I, I, I think uh, I think, in my opinion, it seems like, you know, when we have a high-pressure system, the barometric pressure's high, they tend to gobble a little bit better. Um, we had more rain uh, coming 
into the system. Like at, overnight, we had that storm, and then it cleared up for about three, four hours, and then it got back, you know, nasty again. And I think that's probably why they weren't blowing it up uh, this morning. Uh, whenever they, they can sense, you know, I feel like they can sense that that next pressure system. So I think whenever you get a couple of days in a row of good good weather, you know, that good solid turkey hunt weather where it's you know, 65, 70 for the low, you know, mid-80s for the high. I feel like that's, that's when you get the best gobbling activity and, and good pressure systems. But, yeah, I think it's, uh, we just need, need one of those, those strides there, and I think it'll, it'll be good. Yeah, man. Is there any uh, particular food source that you're noticing the turkeys are really hammering right now? Man, a, a lot of it uh, that, that we're hunting, obviously, you know, southeast Georgia's a lot of ag. Uh, there's some there's some harvested peanut fields that they're, you know, scratching peanuts, uh, bugging in some early morning. Um, I killed my last gobbler of the season on a sprayed ag field. I think it was soybeans last year. Uh, the hen that I ended up calling in that brought the gobblers within range, uh, she was out there scratching uh, and bugging and flipping over that, that wet thatch, you know, and getting some, some worms and bugs and things like that, but that's mostly, you know, as far as food, uh, hardwood bottoms, you know, are good, um, scratching, you know, that stuff, bugging, looking for any kind of leftover acorns, stuff like that, bugs, uh, whatever they can get their hand, you know, their beak on, but that's really the, the food sources, really, that, that we're keying in on, and, and really, not really keying in on food sources, just I hear you. Yeah, man, I got you. Uh, is there any particular tip that you have for anybody who might be in your neck of the woods? Uh, really, man, it's just a turkey, the turkey, the turkey. I mean, you know, every situation is different, um, and, and it really just depends on that gobbler's temperature and, and what, what he's telling you when you're having a conversation with him uh, for the people in southeast Georgia. I mean, I always start every turkey off kind of slow. And then kind of work into it. Um, my, my, I always start every turkey kind of the same, and I kind of I deviate from what they're telling me. But I mean, right now, uh, just be looking for birds to be by themselves and 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 being willing participants pretty soon because I feel like they're gonna they're gonna be working to the call and goblin a whole lot here pretty soon. I hear you, man. That's a good report. Thanks for coming on, bud. Yeah, man. All right, and for our next reporter, we have Mr. Billy Yargis for Missouri. Billy, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm living to tell about it. We're about to run out of turkey season here in Alabama, so I'm very sad. But y'all still got a little ways to go in Missouri, isn't that right? Yeah, we got about another week and a half left. Awesome, yeah. So uh, what part of Missouri are you reporting for? I'm in the northeast corner of Missouri. Okay. Uh, what kind of activity you been seeing lately? Are they gobbling good or pinned up, or what are you dealing with in your neck of the woods right now? Right now, I mean, I've had some days where I think the other day I heard one bird gobble three times a half mile away, and I never heard another bird the rest of the day. But uh, I have been running into some birds that are, are working and, and gobbling, even on up into the day. As a matter of fact, today I just got through working a gobbler uh, about twelve thirty, I think he fired up, and then there was three young gobblers come in and got between me and him and, and spoiled the whole thing. But I, I 
think it depends on where, uh, what farm you're on, uh, how the birds are, as far as their reaction. We had some really cold weather at the beginning of the season, and we don't have any foliage. And the big problem with that is you can't, you can't do a lot of moving around. We've been doing a lot of setting. Your rearing gets tired after a while. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, our Arkansas guy said too. That that the foliage isn't on really good, so it's it's hard to move around. So. Uh, most of the people, even down here, reporting a very unusually cold spring, and it, it sounds like that's what you're dealing with up there too. Um, so, with the with the weather going forward over the next week or so, uh, what are you expecting in, in your neck of the woods as far as temperature and the green up goes? Yeah, things are starting to green up, and the, and the trees are starting to bud, and I think a few leaves that come on, and I think that's going to help quite a bit. I haven't been seeing a whole lot of turkeys out in fields they seem to be sticking to the timber so i'd say they're still uh probably on their on their winter food source rather than you know trying to get any bugs if it's been too cold and the bugs aren't out uh, the grass is finally starting to green up so it won't be long they should be getting out into the fields i'd say maybe by next week that's just that's my opinion anyway but i would say stick to the timber right now because that's where they seem to be hanging the most yeah, cool. That that was going to be my next question was uh, food sources. So you think they're still in the timber, maybe cleaning up the last acorns that are left out there? That's, that's, yeah, that's what I believe. We did call one out into a field yesterday I harvested, and uh, we had some birds we was actually working that was back in the timber, and he'd come up out of the timber, and, and they was hitting uh, right for the other timber, right where we was sitting at, and I ended up I end up uh, harvesting one there, but yeah, for the most part, I haven't seen that many birds out out in the fields and in the pastures. And I would say after a lot of it hasn't greened up, uh, and there isn't any bugs started yet. Hear you. So uh, to finish off here, do you have any particular advice for anybody who might be hunting in your neck of the woods? Uh, Maybe about calling. I know that you're a grand national caller. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, one of the things that we we seen yesterday, We I was over actually around Unionville, which is a little more to the north, uh, mid-north, as far as Missouri, and the birds really reacted a whole lot better to the softer yelping. Uh, not a whole lot of cutting, just a softer yelp. The sound seems to travel through the woods so good right now. I don't think you really need to get onto a call real, real hard for that gobbler to hear you like you wouldn't normally have with all the foliage on. So I just keep the call a little bit soft, mainly do some softer yelps. He might clock once in a while, but but that soft yelping is what seems to be working the best. Awesome. Well, dude, that's a that's a good report. I can't thank you enough for coming on, man. I appreciate you. All right, guys, we're starting to get kind of close to summer here. And you know what my favorite part about summer is? The Mobile Hunters Expo. Y'all heard us talk about it a lot last year, and we actually got to meet a lot of you guys at that expo. Well, we're excited to announce we're going to be there again. This time it's going to be in Dalton, Georgia, June 28th through June 30th. We are going to be there all three days. We're going to have a bunch of past podcast guests there. We're going to have a booth where you can come by and grab some merchandise. And I'm sure we're going to be recording all kinds of podcasts there. If you're unfamiliar, the Mobile Hunters Expo is the place you need to be if you are the kind of hunter that listens to this podcast this show was 
was literally made for you. It is an excellent group of people that are going to be there. A lot of whitetail killers from around the southeast are going to be there. You're going to get to talk to them, shake their hand, learn from them in person, make some connections. And guys, we get a lot of questions about hey, which saddle should I get? Which tree stand should I get? What about this piece of gear? What about that piece of gear? How do I meet other hunters who want to hunt the same way that I do? You know, finding a good hunting buddy. The Mobile Hunters Expo is a place for all of that. So you guys don't miss it. June 28th through the 30th, Dalton, Georgia. We'll see you there.